Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. We are in episode number eight. That means that this podcast has been live for four months. Four months, you guys. I can believe that it has already been four months since I started this journey. I was so afraid to take that first step. And today I'm so happy that I did because it has been an amazing journey so far. And I can't wait for what is yet to come. In the last four months, a lot of things have changed. Some of them has been a result of me starting this journey. Um, the one I want to share with you today, maybe not related with me starting this podcast, but is something that has been significant in my life and of which I've learned something. And I want to share with you what is that I've learned. So recently, I started a new job as a result of a promotion, which is really, really exciting. I am beyond excited about this new opportunity, the fact that I can continue to learn and grow and make an impact in the organization that I'm part of and in my new team. When you start a new job, whether it is because you got promoted, because you move laterally within the same company, or maybe you switch jobs and you move to a different company, what I've learned is that that first month in the job is so critical to set you and your team for success and to create a good impression on others around you, your boss, your team, your colleagues, your customers, Overall, all your stakeholders. So in today's episode, I want to share with you how is that I approach my new job and what are the things that I did in preparation for and during those first 30 days. So let's dig in. When I started in this job, I certainly wanted to start on a positive note. I wanted to consciously invest time at the beginning to help set myself and my team for success. So I created a plan on how I wanted to tackle those first 30 days on the job. I did this based on previous experiences because I've learned that it is so critical to take that time. I've learned that when you're starting a new job, you can be really overwhelmed by all the things that you need to learn, all the new people that you need to meet, and sometimes even feel pressured to start performing and delivering results right away, especially if you got that job as a result of a promotion. At least that has been my experience in the past. I always wanted to jump in 
and take control and start delivering results on day one. I wanted to demonstrate to others around me that in fact they did the take the right decision by promoting me, by trusting in me, and wanted to pay that back by jumping into the day-to-day things of the job and starting to deliver results. The truth is that that can be a huge distraction of the things that are most important when you're starting a new job, and especially if it's a leadership position. So this time I wanted it to be different. And I have to start saying that it has been a little bit of a challenge because I've been in between my previous role and my new role and trying to keep things going on my old role while trying to get started in my new role. But I've been very intentional on putting together a plan on doing a lot of self-reflection about what is that I wanted to achieve on the first 30 days on the job? What is that I wanted to focus on intentionally while starting to get up to speed in all the day-to-day things of the job? So there's 10 things that I want to share with you today that I plan ahead and that I've been working on during this first 30 days. So let me share those with you. Number one, sit with your manager to set clear expectations. I consider this is one of the first things anyone should do when stepping in a new role. You want to talk about both working relationship expectations as well as performance expectations of you in your new role. What, when, and how you should communicate. What are your manager's preferred styles of communication? What and how should topics be escalated? What are the dynamics in the team and how will you fit and contribute to the team? Be prepared when going to the discussion with a series of questions like, what are your expectations? How will performance be evaluated? What are the key performance indicators in the department? What are the key priorities? What are the things that are keeping you awake at night? Where do you suggest I start? Who are the key stakeholders? It's very important that you prepare in advance for this meeting. My suggestion is that you use the golden rule. That is, spend double the time preparing for the meeting than the time that the meeting will actually take place. Number two, meet the team. For me, this is very important. We spend more time at work than we do at home. Establishing a trusting relationship with your team is key to create the work environment that both them and you will enjoy working in. My strategy here has been to set up one-on-one meetings with everyone in my team. I took some of them out for lunch to create a more informal environment to get to know them on a personal level. No agenda, no working topics, just taking the time to get to know the person. I believe that getting to know the people as they are is super important. The intent is not that you become their best friend on day one. This might be something that probably will never happen anyways as you need to keep your relationships professional. 
But that doesn't mean that you don't get to know the people for who they are. Get to know their families, their hobbies, their passions, their struggles, the things that excite them. It's important to get to know your team on a personal level and most important that you do it generally. Don't try to fake this because your team will know that you're faking it. You need to have a genuine interest in getting to know your team. That is going to make the big difference in creating that trust that you're looking to create. Number three, pay close attention to team dynamics. You got to meet your members of the team on an individual basis. Now it's also important to pay attention to the team dynamics. How do you go about doing this? For me, this has meant attending some of the team meetings, even though these are meetings that I'll not be attending on a regular basis going forward. But for me, it's important to attend them at the beginning. So one, I can learn more about what everyone does and how the department works. And second and most important, it's also for me to observe the dynamics in the team, to see how the team members interact with each other, how they communicate, what are the things they're struggling with, who's taking the lead, who is following, who is quieting meetings, who is asking most of the questions, who is going out of their way to help others. All these things are important, especially if you are in a leadership position, because one of your key responsibilities is to create the work environment in which your team can thrive. Number four, set expectations and norms for the team. Expectations go both ways. I believe it's especially important if you are in a leadership role to understand what your team expects of you and for them to know what you expect of them. Like on that conversation you had on day one with your new manager, you want to set expectations at all levels. Not only from a performance standpoint, of course, performance is very important. It's the reason why we are here after all. But also, you want to establish those working norms. What do I mean by this? In referring to, I'm referring to those team dynamics. How are you going to communicate? How are things are going to be escalated? How are you going to collaborate with each other? How is that working for the team? My suggestion is that you start by listening. Listen to what the team expect of you as a leader. If you are not in a leadership position, if you are maybe an individual contributor part of the team, it's also important to understand what the team expects of you. After all, they were there before you. They know how the team operates. Once you've listened to their expectations, then share yours. No matter if you are a member of the team or you are the leader of the team, especially if you are the leader, it's key that you share your expectations up front. Number five, if your predecessor is still working in the company, set time to connect with this person. 
I know this sounds obvious, but it's so important. It's important to connect with this person. My recommendation here, like I suggested when meeting with your boss, is that you use the golden rule. Spend double the time preparing for this meeting than the time the meeting will actually take place. Be conscious that this person is most likely also starting in a new job and he or she is going through the same thing you're going through right now. They might feel overwhelmed, so be respectful of that person's time. At the end of the day, you are the one that has the best interest in learning as much as you can from this person. So make sure that you take the time to prepare for the meeting. Write down all the questions you have. Start with the general questions, those big picture questions like, tell me more about what this job entails. You might have some general idea about what the job entails, but as you start to get more and more involved, you might realize that you only saw the tip of the iceberg and that there's so much more below the surface. Your predecessor can help you uncover what else is under the surface. So make sure you ask questions that help you understand what that is. Some other questions you might want to consider include, who are the key stakeholders? Tell me more about the team dynamics and the team members. From your perspective, what are the key priorities of the department? What were the things that were keeping you awake at night when you were in this role? What are some of the open topics that need immediate attention from my side? What is your advice as to where to get started? Do you have any tips on how to work with my new boss and my new team? These are just some examples. The important thing is that you take the time to prepare for this meeting so you can maximize the time you have when you meet with your predecessor. Think about what are the things that you want to learn about this person? How can your predecessor help you set yourself for success? What are the things that he or she might know that will be helpful for you to get started in your new role? And make sure that you're able to make a positive impact. Number six, identify who are the key stakeholders and schedule meetings to set expectations. It's very important that you identify all the key stakeholders in your new role. Some are very apparent, and you might already have met with them, like your boss and your team. Think about who are your customers and who are other key stakeholders that are impacted by the work that you'll be doing. Identify them and write them down all on a list, then prioritize them. Which are most important? Who will be most impacted by your work? With who are you going to be collaborating the most? From who do you need more support in order to be successful? These questions can help you prioritize your stakeholders. Once you have them, write them down and prioritize them. Now take the time to meet with them, to introduce yourself and share expectations. Again, 
Listen first to what their expectations are from you and your team, and then share what is that you expect from them in return. Make sure that you have these very clear in your mind before stepping into that meeting. Number seven, learn the business. This is going to be key in setting you for success. If you don't understand the business, you're not going to be able to make the impact you want to the business. If you want to make an impact in the company that you're working on or the team that you're part or the business in which you operate, you need to understand the business. This might look different depending on what business you're in or what level in the organization you're at. In general, it's important that you understand what are the key products and services? Who are the key customers and competitors? What are the strengths and opportunities that we have as a business? Who are the key players in our company? What is our business strategy? How is profit generated? Both understanding the products and services, as well as the business models, the industry in which we operate, our customers and competition, and the financial side of the business is key for anyone stepping in a new role, and more important, in your stepping in a new company or new department on which these are different from what you're used to. Depending on your level in the organization, your level of detail and depth that you need or want can vary. But having all this general understanding of the business, I believe, is key no matter what role or level you have in the organization. Number eight, ask a lot of questions. Now is the time to ask a lot of questions. Don't get hung up or concerned about asking stupid questions. There are no stupid questions but those that you don't ask. You're new in the role. Everyone will understand. So now is the time to ask any question and every question that you have. Number nine, be open to learn. When you step into a new role, you need to do it with humility realizing that you don't know everything. I know that this can sometimes be challenging as a lot of us step into that new role, as I said at the, earlier in this episode, eager to prove to the people around us that they made the right decision by choosing us to step into the role. You'll have time for that, don't worry. But right now, you need to invest the time to learn. You will learn by asking questions, point number eight, but also observing and talking to people, making a conscious effort to learn the job, to learn the business, and to learn the people are going to be key to set you for success. Finally, number 10, get organized. It can be overwhelming when you step into a new role. At the beginning, it might even feel a little bit chaotic until you get into the rhythm of things. What meetings are going to be standing in your calendar? What are the topics in your plate? What are the key priorities and projects? All of those things that you have been learning in this last 30 days. It's time now to get organized. Think about how do you want to organize your agenda and calendar so you can be the most efficient and effective in your job. 
Okay, let's recap the 10 things that you want to keep in mind during those first 30 days in the new job. Number one, sit with your manager and set clear expectations. Number two, meet the team. Number three, pay close attention to the team dynamics. Number four, set expectations and working norms for the team. Number five, if you have a predecessor, set time aside to meet with that person. Number six, identify who are the key stakeholders and set meetings to introduce yourself and set expectations. Number seven, learn the business. Number eight, ask a lot of questions. Number nine, be open to learn. And finally, number 10, get organized. I know that might sound as a lot of things to pack in just 30 days, especially when those are not the only things that you're going to be doing during that time. There is going to be many other things coming at you at your new job or maybe even from your prior job if you're staying in the same company. We know that transitions don't have a hard start and end, but it's very important that you invest the time up front to put together a plan on how you're going to tackle those first 30 days. What are the things that you want to focus on and make the time for those first 30 days because those are the things that are going to help you and your team be successful. These are just some ideas and the things that I personally plan stepping into my new role. I hope you found them helpful. I hope that you found inspiration in this episode of things that you might want to consider next time that you step in a new role. If you like today's episode, I would ask you to go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. Also, as always, I would ask you that you share this episode with your friends in social media or with anyone that you think can benefit from today's content. And with that, I hope you have an amazing day and I'm looking forward to talk to you again on another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.